friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Call to Stand Out podcast. So, okay, Instagram may be a huge pain in your butt right now, <laughs> and I get it. I know last week I gave you some tips on how you can take a step back from social media without having to worry about how your clients are gonna find you, but I also mentioned that I personally still use Instagram quite a bit, and I do still book clients through Instagram, and honestly, a lot of the times, the clients that I book through Instagram are way more in line with who my ideal client is and they know what to expect because we've been building more of a relationship than someone who just googled me and went to look at my website. So in today's episode I want to give you the lowdown on how I've been able to build my Instagram platform to better serve my clients and foster connections that can lead to booking more clients. Are you a photographer mama feeling like a crazy person just trying to balance motherhood and a photography business that just isn't paying the bills? Wonder how you'll ever survive when you're seemingly a tiny little fish in a quickly growing photographer sea? You know God put this dream in your heart, but you can't shut up the negative self-talk as you get sucked down the comparison spiral again? Hey friend, I'm Marina, wife, mama, and family photographer saved by grace. Listen, I know the mom guilt all too well as you go from feeling guilty because your kids need you to being frustrated because your business does too. For years, I was in a vicious burnout cycle, torturing myself with comparison, having sessions I wasn't really excited about, and wondering if I could turn this creative outlet that I'm so passionate about into a real deal business that could support my family. I finally realized I didn't have to pretend to be someone I'm not in order to get clients, and I figured out a way to create a business that lights my soul on fire, all while editing with a little one at my feet. In this podcast, you'll find practical ways to transform your business from a time-consuming hobby to a profitable business that you're excited about. I want to help you gain the confidence to walk out who God called you to be and stand out in a sea of photographers instead of just trying to fit in and follow the trends. Oh yeah, and still have time to be intentional in your motherhood. Welcome to your safe space where we release the mom guilt and silence the negative Nancy that lives in your brain rent free. If you're ready to ditch hustle culture and find a photography bestie slash cheerleader along the way, you're in the exact right place. Go find your lukewarm coffee and toss some ice in there and let's grow your confidence. Okay, so I know you are annoyed that Instagram is favoring videos or reels over photos. I know you hate being told what to do because duh, you're a business owner <laughs> and you don't want a freaking algorithm to tell you what to post and when to post. I get that you're frustrated because when you finally do put the time and effort and energy into creating a reel and you muster up enough courage to finally post it even though you feel dumb about it, you get less than 100 views and and no one even comments. I get it. And it's the popular thing right now to complain about Instagram, about the algorithm, talk about how horrible your reach and your engagement is compared to how it used to be. But here's the tough love truth for you right now. The same way that you wouldn't complain about your camera not giving you the results that you need when you flat out refuse to switch into manual mode, you can't complain that Instagram is not working the way that you want it to and giving you the results that you want it to if you're not 
using it to its full capabilities and the way that the algorithm is kind of intending for you to. And this is not to shame you at all because believe me, I've been there and I know it's a lot harder now to get an image that you posted to reach as many people as it used to. So it feels like your efforts to post and be relevant and be on top of your social media game, it feels useless. But this doesn't mean that it's impossible and it doesn't mean the photographers should not be using Instagram anymore. The one thing that you have to understand is that bottom line, Instagram is a business, right? And they have to figure out how to make their own business work. And no, you are not the customer necessarily. Advertisers are Instagram's customers. So the longer that they are able to keep people on the app, the more chances that those people are going to see the ads that their advertisers are putting out there, which makes it better for Instagram in the long run because then they can have more of these advertisers paying them to be on these platforms to advertise their services, their businesses, because they have more and more people using the app. Make sense? It's basically all about keeping people's attention, really, <laughs> and keeping your followers on the app as long as you possibly can. That's pretty much all the algorithm cares about. But all that you should be caring about is building connection and relationships with the people that choose to follow you. Not caring about the numbers, not caring about the engagement necessarily. Not too long ago, I actually had a real blow up to like, I don't, I think it was like 2 million views for absolutely no reason at all. It was the randomest thing. It was exciting, I will admit, because my account grew by the hundreds overnight and it was Weird, honestly, I think a lot of those were just bot accounts, but I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but can you guess how much business I got from that? From growing my account, literally hundreds of followers overnight? None, absolutely none. It did not bring me any more business. It did not bring me any more customers. But honestly, at the same time, it was scary seeing the amount of people that were on this platform that were choosing to follow my platform, regardless of how many were bot accounts. I could definitely tell that some of them were real people. And I had this moment where the excitement turned into panic. Because <laughs> if you Google the amount of people that you have as followers and you look at that in terms of what it would look like in an auditorium, it's scary. <laughs> it's a lot more people than you think or that you can really envision when you're just thinking in terms of numbers. But even 100 people, 200 people, 500 people in an auditorium, that's huge. And my panic came from realizing, Lord, you have brought me this platform, this audience, these people that are following me, the real people, not the bots. I felt some sort of responsibility to use this wisely. I wanted to see it as an opportunity to share his love and faithfulness and grace through my actions, through my life, through whatever I was putting out and posting. And I really had to sit down and pray, Lord, like I want this platform to honor you. And so when you get past worrying about the numbers and growing your account, just for the sake of having a big number on your profile, you realize that if just one person sees that heartfelt post that you wrote when you're sharing about the Lord, what he's done in your life, even in the smallest of ways, that's good enough. 
But anyway, practically, as a business owner, as a photographer, what are you actually supposed to do to use Instagram as the marketing tool that it was intended to be without letting it run your life, without getting sucked in by the scroll and wasting hours and hours of your life? Because at the end of the day, we're moms. We do not have time for a whole other job, which is social media. So first of all, you have to know who your ideal client is. If we're using Instagram as a marketing tool, then what kind of client are you marketing to? <laughs> what kind of client are you trying to book from Instagram? Is it a bride planning her dream wedding? Is it a college senior that's cramming and studying and you know, they're about to graduate? Is it a mom with littles that are literally growing up right in front of her face? If you have to think about this one for more than five minutes and it doesn't come out of your mouth like a reflex, you are gonna need to sit down really, really think about this one. I'm not kidding. This is super, super important. And it's not just gonna help your Instagram strategy, but it's just gonna help your business overall. Cause how can you find your ideal client if you don't even really know who that ideal client is or what those clients want? So who are you speaking to? Who do you love working with? And then this one's kind of fun for me, but go super deep into what makes them tick, what excites them, what their pet peeves are even, what their hobbies could be, who they're hanging out with, where they go for fun, what are they doing when they have time Time off. You essentially want to build an avatar or you know your imaginary person. <laughs> Someone that you know so, so well that it just rolls off your tongue whenever you're talking about your ideal client or whenever anyone asks you who you're trying to serve. Once you have this, think about frequently asked questions that you can answer for them. When you're coming up with content, when you're coming up with captions, speak to their fears or concerns. Why are they not booking their session? What are their hesitations? What's stopping them? Do they need styling help that you offer? Do they not know what the best season is for family photos? Are they unsure of what stage in their pregnancy they're supposed to start thinking about maternity and newborn photos? All of these are content pieces that you can expand on in captions, reels, posts, stories. Once you know who this ideal client is and you know who you're speaking to. The next thing that you need to work on so that you're on your way to really using Instagram as a tool for your business to book more clients is to optimize your bio. So Instagram now is built kind of like a search engine, basically Google, you know, Bing, is it, does anyone use Bing as a search engine or anything else other than Google as a search engine? Please let me know. <laughs> Um, but basically Instagram is a search engine now too, and it uses keywords to help people find your profile. If you notice when you go to search on Instagram before you could only search for people using their usernames or their first name. Now you can use that same search bar to literally just look up uh, healthy recipes or things like that. And Instagram will give you all these different posts, usernames, captions, reels, hashtags, profiles that have healthy recipes or have those keywords in the captions, the profile, the usernames, etc. So your bio now is prime real estate to use these keywords so that your ideal client can find you. So think back to this ideal client that we just created that we were talking about and think about what they are searching for. What keywords could they be using to type into that search bar when they're looking to work with someone 
someone like you. And so you'll use these keywords in your captions, in your reels, on your bio, etc. So yeah, just a little extra nugget of information, but let me walk you through how to set up your bio so that more of these ideal clients, potential clients can find you. If you go to your bio or you go to your profile on Instagram and you go to your bio, the bolded part at the very top, right underneath your profile photo, that is now also searchable. So you wanna use keywords here as well, which by the way, Instagram uses that whole bio portion to pull keywords from whenever someone's searching for you. So this is why it's really important to know what your ideal client is looking for and what those keywords are so that you can use them in your bio so that people can find you faster. So on the bolded portion of your name on your bio, this should include your location and your specialty because these are keyword friendly, because these are searchable. So for example, mine has my name, just so that when I message people, they know who it is and it's not just El Paso photographer, but it has my name and then it has my location, which is El Paso, that is the area that I service. And then I would have family and motherhood photographer, which is my specialty. Specialty. Please, please, please make sure that you have your first name at least somewhere in your bio. And I recommend having it on that bolded portion of your bio because this is what's gonna show up when you're messaging someone. And it just, it gets confusing sometimes when you get a message from Kentucky photographer, or I don't know. <laughs> but having your first name on your bio somewhere is so helpful. It just gets really confusing otherwise. The rest of your bio should have more of these same keywords that we're talking about along with your personality sprinkled in and something that builds your credibility. So if you're a family photographer and moms always compliment you on how patient you are with their toddlers, you can write something along the lines of professional toddler wrangler. Or if you're a wedding and elopement photographer that loves love and you're the hopeless romantic, you can have something like, um, I don't know, chasing sunsets, and happily ever after. <laughs> I don't know. You you can make it unique to your personality so that at first glance, people know whether you're edgy and sarcastic or goofy and funny, or you're a total hopeless romantic, or you're a go with the flow, chaos embracing mama. This will tell them what they can expect to come from your account. What makes them wanna follow you and engage and get to know you? So you're building your credibility by saying, for example, that you do really well with toddlers or you know things like that but you're also sprinkling in your personality so that people understand who you are and what kind of photographer you are, but then don't leave it there. Yes, it's good to have people follow your account because they like what they see, they feel like they would click with you, etc. but followers do not equal business. And the way that we stress about the number of followers that we have almost seems like we think that <laughs> it does actually matter or it does actually bring us more business depending on how many followers we have. But it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. So you have to make sure that that last line on your bio has a clear call to action, meaning that you're giving them something to do. Whoever lands on your profile isn't just gonna kind of scroll through and laugh a little bit or connect with you, but they're gonna have something to do 
that's going to keep them learning more about your business. That last line is the one right above your link. So you can lead them to your website or to your booking calendar. You can offer a freebie like a style guide or a posing guide that essentially is going to capture their email address for your email list and you can use it for email marketing. So those are just some ideas, but make sure that that last line tells them what you want them to do next so that they can click on the link in your bio and continue learning about your business so that eventually when they're ready, they can book with you. And last thing, honestly, (laughs) just post the dang reel. (laughs) Like I said, Instagram is a marketing tool. It's going to work well if you use it well and you use it to the best of its capabilities. And right now, bottom line, they're favoring video, which means that regardless of how you feel about it, whether you do it or not, they are going to be pushing that content more. So just push into it, stop fighting it, have fun with it. Really, as soon as you get over that initial frustration, you'll probably figure out that it is a lot of fun, that you can have a lot of fun with it when you stop worrying about the number of views that you're getting or the number of likes that you're getting and you just enjoy the process and you use it to serve your clients. Honestly, you don't even have to put your face on it if you don't want to. (laughs) You don't have to lip sync. You don't have to dance. It's really just as simple as taking a video from behind the scenes at one of your sessions and then add images, the final images from that same session after that. It's really not that hard and it really does not have to be that complicated. Just remember who your ideal client is, who your audience is, and create something that's going to serve and speak to them and just have fun with it. But if you absolutely do not want to do reels, whether it is because you just do not have the time, you just don't feel like it, (laughs) that's fine too. It's your business. And I I mean, at the end of the day, you decide what you want to do or what you don't want to do. And that's totally fine. But one thing that I will recommend to do to create more engagement and to still be able to use it as a marketing tool and take advantage of this algorithm, try creating carousel posts instead. So basically this is just your regular image post, but you're going to have multiple images versus just the one image. You can go all out and use apps like scroll or put something together on Photoshop to make it kind of like a collage of photos or you can just do multiple photos on the one post and that's just as good. Carousel posts like this also give you higher engagement because you're keeping users on the app longer, which again, that's all the algorithm cares about. (laughs) And honestly, if you want more engagement, if you want more comments, then just give more engagement. (laughs) Engage more, give more comments comments, give more shares and likes and all of that. Build those relationships with people. Actually be social on social media. If all you ever do is scroll and double tap and post on your feed, it's no wonder that you're seeing your engagement tank. It has to go both ways. (laughs) And honestly, you'd be surprised at the amount of friendships that you may be missing out on. I promise you. Instagram doesn't have to be a bore. It doesn't have to be a chore or a time suck that just drains all your energy. It can actually be a lot of fun and it can bring you closer together to this sweet community that 
you may not even realize you're missing out on. As creepy as it sounds sometimes <laughs> to have internet friends, I personally have really been able to connect with a lot of people all over the world really that are essentially kind of like my coworkers now, I guess, because we're all photographers. I don't know, what, what do you call that? Peers, I don't know. <laughs> but it's really cool because having your own business is lonely and being able to talk about your business and exchange ideas with, and even just having somebody in your corner that's cheering you on that also understands the industry and also understands this creativity it makes a difference it's really nice and if you do feel completely overwhelmed and just frustrated by Instagram don't be afraid to take some time off seriously get away from it I have personally taken weeks to even a whole month off of social media and guess what the world keeps turning <laughs> It really didn't make that much of a difference when I came back. And I really do think that it's super important for your mental health to take breaks often, whether it's getting off during the weekend or taking a break here and there of, you know, a week or two or even a month if you need it. Unfollow people if you need to. Block or mute people if you need to. It's okay. At the end of the day, this is your little corner of the internet and you need to protect your peace and make sure that you're surrounding yourself even your spaces on the internet with positive and healthy and encouraging people. We are the ones in charge of our own minds and our hearts. So guard your heart, guard your mind. Don't let social media run your life just because you have a business. So let me know if you would like more social media tips or you want to know more about how to make Instagram work for you. And also I'm so, so happy to chat with you on DMs. If you're wondering about anything that we talked about, you have any questions, I am so, so happy to help. Hey, 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 if this episode has you excited to take back your business and your time so that you can build a photography business that truly stands out, I would love it if you screenshot as you're listening and share it on your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Marina Anaya Photography so I can come say hey. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group at bit.ly slash called to stand out podcast so I can be your personal cheerleader as you grow your photography business. Lastly, I would also really appreciate it if you just took two minutes to leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts so we can really grow this community and others can also be encouraged. I can't wait till next time. And hey, don't forget that you are called to stand out. Thank you.